and welcome to the Borealis Experience. I'm your host Aurora and I'm very happy to be spending some time with you today. It is, uh, yeah, end of October. It's getting gray and cold out there. So please be reminded that I'm offering coaching sessions now. If ever you feel blue, dark, uninspired or stuck, I'm there for you to, yeah, empower yourself and I will provide you with tools that can sweeten up your life for sure. I received the most awesomest compliment here the other day. I was called a secret weapon, a secret weapon of love, light and empowerment because the person who had connected with me didn't tell his, her friends and um, he, she started working with my tools and his environment, her environment started reacting very positively to his, her change. So yeah, I was uh, feeling very joyous and excited about it because that's exactly my intention. I want to provide people with tools that I back then didn't have to dig myself out and lighten the weight and help people to be, yeah, happier with themselves. The more happy we are with ourselves, the better people we can be in society and the better parents, friends, sexual, like romantic partners and I think we all win we all win if we start looking inside of ourselves first today I want to talk about being unstoppable <laughs> ay, ay, ay. there's so much stuff out there you know inspirational coaching stuff and I hope I don't sound too cliche here if I use that word unstoppable but feeling being unstoppable is something that is really hard to describe it is that little alarm clock in the morning that doesn't feel like an alarm clock it makes you spring <laughs> jump out of bed and be productive because you are so excited about what you're doing and pursuing your purpose and connecting with people and, and whatever you do, um, it doesn't really matter. It is uh, an intrinsic motivation that pushes you to do incredible stuff, that pushes you to accomplish things that pff, back then or maybe even still now you think, how am I actually doing this? And it is because you know your why. Maybe you have read a couple books on that already and you can just roll your eyes and skip to the next episode. But maybe that this is new to you. If we know why we get up in the morning and it is a very strong intrinsic motivation, we are capable of doing the impossible. Look at the person 
you know, I'm, I'm picking jobs now where people usually look down on. Look at the street sweeper who is doing an amazing job because he just loves knowing that people enjoy a clean sidewalk. Look at the McDonald's employee who absolutely is blooming and and shining and beautiful at her workplace because she knows she's preparing food for people and she knows that the money she's making she can use to help her mom who is sick at home and it makes her feel empowered it makes her feel important and belonging to society so those were just two small examples but I know you know what I'm trying to say here. Sometimes we look at people and we're just wondering, hey, how, like, what is driving them? Why are they so, like, in such a good mood? And why do they do such good work? It is because they live and work in alignment with their purpose and their values. And it is only then that we can be sustainably successful at being content and happy and at being content and happy as I said at the beginning we can be way better partners and parents and daughters and sons and whatever role we are playing I hope this makes sense to you so the most important thing is to find out why you are doing what you're doing. And it really doesn't matter what your motivation is. It has to be in alignment with your values. It is most likely serving others. It is never harming others. And it is not an easy to copy explanation. You know, some people say, yeah, because... Uh, I just love money and I want to make money. Um, I don't believe people who just have a simple answer to such a complex question. It is a complex question when you look at it um, on a deeper level. And today I want to share with you what is driving me so intensely to do what I'm doing. And I hope this will inspire you. I hope um, you will get to know me on a deeper level. And um, maybe we can connect over this on Facebook and you just share with me um, what you learned or what you disagree with or what your why is. So I'm not going to make this a super long story, but I'm going to wrap a couple decades into a couple sentences for you to not waste unnecessary valuable time but for you to know me on a deeper level and finding out what my why is so it is um 10 to 15 years ago i was uh, still a physiotherapist and um i really loved my job i poured my heart into it i really enjoyed seeing people getting healthier feeling better in their bodies and when they first came to me. Um, but slowly and surely I worked myself into a burnout, a very intense one. Uh, emotionally and mentally I was a total wreck. And 
And at the same time, the guy that I was dating, the guy that I imagined building a life with, my sweetheart from primary school, actually, <laughs> broke up with me. And the way he broke up with me was so crazy shitty. We were um, entertaining, let's say, a long-distance relationship. And from one day to the other, he didn't reply to my messages anymore. Yep. Uh, so yeah, a burnout and heartbreak in combination is certainly not a recipe for success. And additionally, I'm not a person who really likes to share pain, um, yeah, to some degree, but back then I was so much in pain because it was um, so intense on so many levels, you know, I was in pain at work, I felt that I was less and less effective I was less and less um, yeah good at my job because I burned myself out and then my heartbreak made it really hard for me to function and to get up in the morning and to yeah believe and love and to to know that yeah this is temporary it is painful and it is going to go away I couldn't see the light I couldn't see anything, any anchor, anything I could lean on. There were no books, there were no YouTube videos, there were no podcasts. And no one in my friend circle who could really understand and, and relate to my pain because I chose to not 100% share. And that was, in retrospect, a big mistake. But yeah, I cannot undo it right so my um, boss at the time recommended that I was um, in need of seeing a therapist a psychotherapist without big resistance I agreed and I went to a couple sessions and it reached a point where she really made me feel that I am um, too stubborn to feel better. Um, heartbreak is part of life and I should get the fuck over it. And I should focus um, on my job more. And maybe what I have not uh, mentioned is that she closely worked together with my boss. So my boss was, yeah, uh, very kind in suggesting that therapist to me, but all he wanted is for me to, yes, feel better, but also to come back and do the work that uh, I left behind. And that pressure and that weird negativity from that therapist just made me, yeah, repel. I felt like a total failure. I felt like, yeah, the biggest wreck that there is and nothing that this therapist said could help me. Now, don't get me wrong, there's awesome therapists out there and she was probably one of them, but it was just not a good match and I choose to not go to any more appointments. And then I got physically sick because my emotional pain and my mental pain was really taking a toll on my body now. So it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. 
Long story short, it took me 10 years, you know, to first engage in my shitty soothing habits again, you know, excessively doing sport, um, totally withdrawn from my friends and family, um, binge watching movies, um, not really taking good care of myself. So I wasted so to say, 10 years not really addressing my pain and kind of navigating through life in a half-acid way. <laughs> and then I ended up immigrating to Canada, thinking that all my pain, everything I can leave behind and start a new life. Well, surprise, surprise, this is not how it goes. All your pain catches up with you one day. And it is then that I realized, okay, if I want to make this move to Canada worthwhile, I need to work on myself. I have to get rid of my baggage and address it first and then let it go. But there's no way around it. Fuck. I thought I can just immigrate to another country, go through the very painful and long immigration process and then be fine. No, that was not the case. I brought all my shit over here to North America and then had to look at it. First panic attacks and then, yeah, um, I started addressing it because the panic attacks were really um, influencing my life in a very, very negative way that I couldn't move freely anymore. So I started my journey with, with a coach and he just tremendously helped me to um, undig my, my stuff that I was successfully suppressing. And he gave me tools. He recommended books to me. He, again, suggested um, ways of, of approaching my problems. And then he let me go for a couple of weeks and then... I tried the tools and was really feeling I was getting somewhere. I was uh, digging up my past, looking at it and making peace with it and able to move on. And all the tools that I learned during that time, and I'm still learning, right? I'm still not 100% there. I was so amazed by how simple it is, but we just have to start believing in ourselves again we don't have to yeah walk around and just think that oh I'm the biggest wreck and nobody can help me because I'm so damaged um no you're not you're probably not as damaged as I was back then and this is not to um make your problems less important but it is to emphasize that we we have to have the balls to address it and we have to stop thinking that we can live around our problems we have to address them once and for all and then move on and um, start creating uh, new drama and mistakes no that's just a little joke um, you make better decisions once you faced your your stuff and you moved on trust me the last thing you want to do is to go back and and make those weird decisions again so you find closure with stuff that you didn't think you could find closure with. And yeah, in learning all these tools, I now 
thought of people who might be in the same situation that I was 10 years ago and how helpless I felt and there was no anchor, there was nothing out there I could hold myself on to, not to become dependent on, but to have some kind of guidance and hope. So I want to be that person for people. I want to be that person who can give you hope and inspiration and those tools that make life so much easier. And um, that is my why. The pain that I suffered back then and the well-being that I feel now is how I want people to feel in the future who are still suffering now. I believe that people go through pain, through suffering and learn from it to then support others and to then provide shortcuts. Yeah, because that's evolution. How else can we evolve as human species if we keep those healing tools and techniques to ourselves? We have to share it with others and you pick and choose whatever is good for you, of course. I'm just gonna, yeah, connect with you like I wish somebody had connected with me back then. And I'm going to give you everything that I thought I needed back then. And in doing so, I feel I'm in service of humanity. I'm able to heal my trauma further because, as I said, I'm not completely healed. I'm not perfect. Um, but we grow together. And if I was to hold back my tools, my healing abilities, I would feel very selfish and as if I had no purpose. So when the alarm clock rings in the morning, this is what I have in the back of my mind. I think of a girl, I think of a guy who's deeply heartbroken, who just lost everything and I want to be there and say, hey, it is okay where you're at, it is shitty And we can go, we can walk through this together. You will reach out to me whenever is good for you. And then uh, we find out what best healing methods um, are available for you. And yeah, that is my why in a nutshell. Um, it is that, that urgency that I feel that I want to be the, the glue, you know, We have the therapists, we have the counselors, and sometimes we feel not quite ready. Sometimes we feel fear or sometimes we think it's not necessary. And I can be the one in between telling you, hey, at this point, it'd be awesome to see a counselor because they have even better tools to heal the past. I'm here to support you in the present moment and make you really strong for the future. Um, And maybe you stick to me or maybe you go and see a psychotherapist and, and they can help you on deeper levels and we can find somebody who's really, yeah, suiting you. But to be out there and, and to, if it's just one person, give them the hope, the guidance, the inspiration that life goes on when you lose everything and um, you can rebuild yourself and find a better way of living, a stronger way um, to connect with yourself and 
your environment. Thank you so much for listening to my little episode here. As always, I'm burning to hear your feedback um, on what your thoughts are and feelings. Uh, if you have any requests when it comes to um, episodes, never hold back. You can contact me on Aurora Eggert on Facebook. And if you are curious about a coaching session and how that would look like for you, you just book a 60-minute initial call for free and uh, we can see what uh, what we can address and how I can help you. All right. Make sure to subscribe to my little podcast here that I pour my heart into twice a week and feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcast. Thank you so much.